Okay. Hey, good morning, Momentum. Uh, it's good to be here this week. Uh, man, we just coming off a great weekend last weekend, Easter in the park. Uh, you know, we, we, we did a focus on, on the, uh, the death and burial, but mainly the resurrection of Jesus Christ, because that is where the victory is found. Uh, so it was a great time that we had. But, you know, after Easter's over, after that is over, what comes next? Can you imagine? Now, imagine us in the park and imagine, you know, we only this emotional uh, high of, uh, you know, reliving and visualizing what happened uh, back uh, those 2000 years ago. But imagine you, the apostles and the resurrection has happened. And now, you, you know, you went through your doubting period. Uh, people talk about doubting Thomas, but I'm going to say it was doubting 12 uh, or at least 11 at the time. Uh, th uh, there was some doubt in all of them. And then they see Jesus again. Uh, they, you know, they know he's real. They spend the days with him. And then they're standing with him on the Mount of Olives. And then they watch him as he ascends into the heavens. And it's like, OK, what's next? What do we do now? You know, so so they they had a what's next moment. And I think in our lives we have a what's next moment as well. And so I want to kind of talk about that today. Now, one of the things that we talked about last week, uh, 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 Matt took us to uh, Galatians chapter five. Uh, and in Gal Galatians chapter five, it says it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Wow. OK, you see, because sometimes it's, it's easy to get uh, free from something, to get disentangled and to find ourselves getting tangled again. Now, uh, have you ever defeated something in your life only to fall back into it? In fact, have you ever been in a let's say a relationship? Nobody's going to admit this one. You're in that relationship and you and you and you, you finally got out of it. And then you found yourself. You got the phone calls. You got whatever. And you're back in it again. And you go, why? Why did I get back here again? Or you, 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 you quit doing something or you, you started doing something. You started working out. You went out and spent all the money on the new Nikes or Adidas or whatever it is that you wear. And you started doing that. And then the newness of it all uh, uh, left and you were back to where you started before. You know, I had experience once where I was uh, <clears throat> I used to smoke about a pack of cigarettes a day. OK, so during that time, I smoked about a pack of cigarettes a day. I knew I needed to quit this nasty habit. It was nasty to me. OK. And uh, I remember sometime vivid. I remember vividly how one time I was smoking and I said, oh, man, you need to quit doing this. And then took another hit off the cigarette. We call it hit. I don't know what you call it today, but another drag, whatever. OK. And so uh, I couldn't quit. And then I had this moment in my life where something happened and I quit like that. OK. And I, and, and I quit. I put it down. I had defeated it. I was through with it. And then let's go a few years later, a few years later. I was working, I was in the Navy, I was on a ship. We had a couple of helicopters on board a food supply ship and we were washing their helicopters and the only people who got a break were those who smoked cigarettes. Us non-smokers didn't get a break. So I would walk over to them and say, to the smokers and say, hey, let me get a hit off of that and I take a hit off their cigarette. Pretty soon, it was about two weeks later, I bought another pack of cigarettes. I bought a carton probably a month later. You don't know how I beat myself up. I had quit something. I had defeated something. I had walked away from something. And now I'm back entangled in it again. And, I'm, and now, you know, uh, last week Matt talked about uh, sin and shame and death. Now I'm ashamed, even if no one else is ashamed for me, I'm ashamed for me that this thing that I had walked away from, I'm back in it again. I'm tangled in it again. And so uh, it, it's, it's easy sometimes, uh, uh, you know, once we have been freed from something to find ourselves back in it again. You know, uh, Matt talked last week about being freed from sin, shame and death. OK. And so as, as we think about that, 
the question is, where is my focus now, now that I've been freed from these? And I want, I, want, I, want, I want you to hear me carefully about this thing that sometimes we Christians tend to do. Sometimes we take our freedom, and if we're not careful, we'll focus on our liberties, our Christian liberties, rather than our Christian responsibilities. Our liberties versus our responsibilities. You see, I can do all things. You know, I, you know Paul said, meat, I can eat all the meat I want to. I can do you know, certain things he said he could do. And we focus on those type of things. And we should be focusing on our responsibilities. Where is my focus now that I have been made free? Where is my focus now that the visualization of the resurrection has kind of moved in the past? You know, the apostles found themselves into a whole new world where Jesus wasn't there physically anymore. He was there by his Holy Spirit, but he wasn't there physically anymore. It is so easy to focus on the blood of Christ covers me. And so I'm OK. OK. And to forget about my public testimony, my responsibility to my brothers and sisters and to mankind. It's so easy to, to let our focus shift. And we need to make sure that our focus now that we are free, that our focus stay, uh, stay on, on the correct things. It's easy to focus on my personal life over focusing on the life that God wants me to have. It's, it's easier to, for me to focus on my personal life and my personal well-being than on those around me. OK, and so uh, it's easy to focus on my rights. But what about my Christian responsibilities? You see, now, now that, that that emotional moment has gone, the apostles now are faced with their responsibilities. They're, they're faced with what is it we're supposed to be doing. Now. And I think we, we are the same way. What are our responsibilities? Uh, are they on my daily calendar when you look at your calendar of things to do? Better yet, don't do that. Go look at your calendar of things you did. Go backwards and look at your calendar and see where your responsibilities are on there. I hope you see some because we may not. We may see all those things on the calendar that we like to do. OK, uh, I, you know, and it's so easy to get uh, tangled up in things if, 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 if we're not if we're not doing uh, uh, the right thing and our focus is not correct. It reminds me when I was uh, I was uh, swimming in La Jolla uh, in, the, in the ocean. Uh, I call it swimming. I don't think people looking at me call it that. Uh, I was snorkeling, actually. And there was this turtle who apparently had gone away and people knew that he was gone for so many, he or she was gone for so many years and had come back. And everybody was going to see this turtle. And then there were the leopard sharks. Everybody wants to see the leopard sharks. So here I am. Uh, I want to see them also. So I'm going, I'm, I'm snorkeling my way toward them. And this seaweed entanglement is in front of me. Now, I have a choice to make. I know what I want to do. But there's something that can entangle me. And if you ever swim in the seaweed and you feel the thing kind of wrapping on your arms and, and that, that type of thing, it's not a fun feeling, especially if you're swimming like me. It's, a, it's like, no, nah, I need to get out of here. OK. And so <clears throat> I, I found myself uh, allowing myself almost to get tangled because I had something I wanted to get to. Sometimes we have goals in life. We have things in life. We have places in life. We want to get to them. But on the journey. We can find ourselves entangled in all those things that we were freed from from the very beginning. And so we need to be careful. And so I had to make it a point that I'm going to take the long way around to get to see this turtle. And if the turtle's gone by the time I get there, so be it. But I'm not getting tangled in this seaweed mess. OK. And so, uh, you know, sometimes it, it comes down to us hanging out at our old haunts. You know, before we became Christians, we hung out at these certain haunts. And and, 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 and then we kind of thought, OK, that's not a place that I'm going to be. I'm not getting a whole lot of spiritual uh, uh, uplift at this place uh, uh, in this environment. And so we kind of left it and went did some things. And then we kind of said, well, you know, uh, OK, I'm strong now. I, I can I can go back. And so we head back to these old haunts, you know, get involved with things that we always enjoy. And before you know it, the what's next, we're back to square one. 
We're back to square one where we have been freed from something and now we're finding ourselves entangled in it again. You know, the thing is, uh, uh, you know, sometimes we have the thought that, well, if I if I lead this life, I lead this Christian life, you know, my old friends, they might shun me. They may they may not be around me anymore. They that's right. You're perfectly right. That could happen. There's different things that might happen. There's a lot of life changes that can happen. So another story of mine is uh, uh, about that same time as, as I quit smoking uh, the second time. I was also very heavily into drugs and alcohol. And I was right here in San Diego uh, at, uh, at the base at North Island. I had a room up on the sixth floor overlooking the ocean. Pfft, I was king. You, if you come from Leesville, that's like you're the king, you know. And I had the party room. People came to my room to party because Keith had the drugs and the alcohol and we could get down here, you know, had the, had the nice stereo and whatnot. And then again, just as suddenly as I quit smoking cigarettes, one day I quit drugs and alcohol. I know a lot of people can't do that. It's by the grace of God. I believe it was God working on me before I even knew that I was being worked on. But one day I quit. My room was no longer the party room. There are certain people I never saw again. They never came back. That kind of happens sometime when you're traveling on this road, when you're traveling on the road that you need to be, when you're getting away from the entanglements of life. And for the Christian, it's important for us to get away from those entanglements and be and be drawn back into where we've been rescued from, if you will. And so in my Christian walk, uh, uh, I, I need to not focus on what I have the liberty to do with my, with my understanding that the blood of Christ covers me. I need to, to let my focus be on what do I have the responsibility to do? God, what is it you want me to do? What kind of life do you want me to lead? Where do you want me to go? What, 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 do, you, what, what do you want me to be involved in? And so First <clears throat> Corinthians 6, 12 says, says this. It says uh, the Apostle Paul talking to the Church of Corinth says, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. He's saying you may have a right to do certain things, but how does it benefit? And we need to ask ourselves that question. How does this benefit my Christian walk? How does this benefit me? And then sometimes we, you know, we really don't care that much. We're kind of like, well, you know, it doesn't benefit much, but hey, I'm, I'm, I'm saved though. Okay, but no, how does it benefit? You know, a few weeks ago we did a, we, we did a sermon. We talked about Jesus said I came uh, 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 to seek and save the lost. How does this fit in that mission? How does this fit into discipleship? We need to ask ourselves those questions, okay? Uh, and so he goes on and uh, says, I have the right to do anything. This is Paul speaking back to those folks who, who said they had the right first. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. Paul says, I am not going to allow myself to get tangled. I'm not going to allow myself to get to, to get caught back into those things that, I, that God has freed me from. I am not going to let those things get into the, get in the way of my mission uh, uh, that, that God has given me. So let's take a look at how the very early church saw it. OK, now we're talking again after Jesus ascended into heaven. Now we, we're talking some 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 time later. Let's look at how the, the early church saw it. The resurrection and ascension into heaven of Jesus passed and the now what question came up. So in Acts chapter 2, I want to take a look at a few verses, verses 41 through 47, probably more than a few. It says, those who accepted his message were baptized. Who's the who? Peter. Peter had just taught a message about, uh, uh, <clears throat> about who Jesus is and how he was put to death for our sins. And people said, and people were cut to the heart. And so they said to Peter, what shall we do? He said, repent and be baptized for remission of your sins. Uh, 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 and, and you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's for you and it's for your offspring as well. This is some of those people, right? So those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. The what next? The what next is we need 3000. 
Let's go get 3,000 that day. Okay. But anyway, that might be kind of lofty goal. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. That was the what's next. The what next is I'm going to devote myself. You see, I don't have to devote myself to that. I'm, I'm, I'm saved. I can go do it. There's many things I can do. But they they chose to devote themselves to the apostles teaching. How do you find out the apostles teaching? Well, you have to listen to the apostles to get their teaching. Now, we don't have them standing with us today, but we have the, the messages that they that they they they, 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 they uh, wrote down for us and they left for us. OK, are we devoting ourselves to the apostles teaching and to the fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer? Are, are, are we doing that or are we saying it, it, it's all cool? It's all it's all good. I'm OK. I'm, 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 I'm saved. I'm, I, I can I can do what I want to do. You see, because by not doing that, the danger is uh, there's a couple of dangers. One is we don't add more people. OK. Another danger is we start moving backwards. You know, it's, it's kind of like um, uh, 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 riding a bike up a hill. You know, you, 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 you got two choices. You're going up or you're going down. Yeah, there's no there's no you know there's one way or the other okay and it's a struggle to go up in fact i heard someone talk about this recently it talked about life like a bicycle they said it's like riding a bike anybody can coast downhill on a bike that don't take any effort riding uphill takes effort and so in in this life our job is in our christian walk is we're riding the bike uphill to to more spiritualness in our lives uh being more and more uh, uh, able to be used by God by the lives that we lead and, and the things that we choose to do. OK. And so they go, going on, it says everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common and they shared things is what they did. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to that number daily those who were being saved. Look at the last uh, verse. And the Lord added to that number daily. How that happened? How that happened? Was it them reverting back to their old life, their, their former life? No, it wasn't that at all. It was the things we just read about. People saw what they were doing. People saw God moving through them and people like that and people wanted that. And people said, I want to be a part of that. And that's who we want to be. We want to be the people where, God, where, where folks say, I want to be a part of that. Whatever you got, I want some. OK, and so it is not abnormal for people to get distracted by life. You know, I, I think of uh, the Israelites, for those of you who know when they were in slavery, you know, they, they were in slavery in Egypt and then they crossed the Red Sea and they went to the uh, they were in the desert. You know, they only knew one thing. They only knew slavery. They didn't know how to be free. And so they start reverting back. In some cases, they revert back to some of the things they had learned while they were in bondage. And if we're not careful, that can be us as well, because that's all we knew. And so we have to make the effort to listen to God, listen to him, read his word, pray and learn some new things because we won't just naturally know it. They don't just naturally know how to live that new life. They had to learn some things. They had to listen to God and follow him. And then uh, they would they would they would be free even more than just being free from Egypt. They'd be they'd be free uh, from, from all the things that were binding them and holding them back from their life uh, worshiping God. And so it's not abnormal for people to get distracted by life. Uh, you know, they were hot and on fire after salvation. You know it. This is probably you or some of you. You became a Christian. Some, someone talked to you. OK. And, 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 you know, if you were like me, you were a skeptic. I'm not from, I'm not from uh, Missouri, but I'm a show me guy. Like, uh, show me show me that I need to be a Christian. Show me that. And then 
the Holy Spirit is working on you. You're reading God's word. You're absorbing it and, and, and you get into the point. And then uh, suddenly you're on fire. You want this. And not only do you want this, then you're holding on to people's shirt tails. They can't get away from you as you saying, hey, I want to learn some more scripture. You got a Bible study going on. You got something I can do. You, you're diving head first into becoming more spiritual, uh, having a more spiritual life into learning some things. And then years later, in some cases, not every case, what happens is people allow the world to draw them back into the things of the world. And so and here's here's an example. And I look in Hebrews chapter 10, the writer of the book of Hebrews said this uh, to the people he was writing to, the Christians he was writing to, Christians who were these were Jewish Christians. OK, he says, remember those early days after you had received the light when you endured in a great and a great conflict full of suffering. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult and persecution. At other times you stood side by side with those who were so treated. In other words, he said, remember those days. Recall those days when you were on fire. Do we have any on fire days to look back at? You see, uh, the, the apostles had some on fire days to look back at as they walked with Jesus and some things that happened. They're sitting in the upper room and the Holy Spirit comes in and, and, and something that looked like tongues of fire over their head. They has they 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 have some things to look back at. OK. And and do we have those times? Hopefully, hopefully the things we're doing today are no different than those times. But there's many cases where people kind of fall back from what they were doing. They fall back from where they were. OK. And so it's easy once once we have been enlightened, once we've been bought, bought, bought in, uh, uh, it's easy for us sometimes if we get our focus on the wrong thing, if we get our focus on our liberties versus our responsibilities, it's easy for us to go backwards. And I think this is what the Hebrew writer is talking about. There's a lot more happening in the book of Hebrews. That's another sermon for another day. Uh, call me up. Well, I can come back and do it. OK. Uh, you and we are no different than them. It's easy to, to, to ease back into the comforts of our past life. It, it's very easy. It's normal. OK, so, you, so, so, so don't feel so bad. That shame that was talked about, it, it, it can even become shameful. Don't feel so bad. Become aware and then do something about it. Just become aware and do something about it. That's the next steps. And once we once we pass the uh, uh, the emotional charge that we get from from the Easter of, of, of focusing all of our energy onto the resurrection. OK, um, it's easy to find ourselves uh, distracted. It's easy to find ourselves entangled. Uh, it's easy if we're not careful to find ourselves uh, once again slaves to our former lives. I talked about that already. But think just think about it. some of us. There's things we had let go of. Man, this thing, we got rid of it. And here we are again. You know, this, those cigarettes, what it took was, I, I, I was not a smoker. I just wanted to get out of washing a helicopter by myself, uh, you know, while everybody else was on break. So I only took, you know, one drag, you know? Did I do that right? Okay, you guys know. Okay, so I only took one drag off the cigarette, right? And so uh, I wasn't calling myself a smoker, but guess what? Two weeks later, I was. Two weeks later, I was a smoker. So it starts with the small steps. It starts with the small things that we do. And so we, we need to when we catch ourselves doing the small things, we just sometimes slap our own hand or whatever it takes and say, uh, 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 that's not for me. Been down that road. I don't intend to go back. I want to be a servant for Christ. I want to be on Jesus's mission. Seek and save the lost. OK, that's what I want to be about. It's easy for sin and shame to creep back into our lives. You know, again, we talked about that sin, shame and death. It's easy for the shame to come back in because I'm back to where I was. And now I feel disappointed and becomes a self-feeding loop. I feel disappointed because I'm caught up in this. 
And then I'm caught up in it. And, and, I, and, 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 and so I, I, I just I do it more because I think God doesn't like me anymore, which is furthest thing from the truth. Now, God loves you regardless. Or he loves us regardless. And, and we get we get caught up in this loop. And so we need to keep in mind, as we started off saying in Galatians five and one, as, as we, we looked at last week and looked again as we started today, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Don't get entangled back to where you were. You want to be a slave? You want to be a slave? Take a look at this scripture. First Corinthians 9, 19. The Apostle Paul says, though I am free and belong to no one, I have made myself a slave to everyone to win as many as possible. Slavery versus slavery. Which one we want? Momentum, I think we want the same slavery that the Apostle Paul is talking about, and it helps us from getting that other slavery, the one where we fall back, we fall back from where, from where we were. You know, so it's so easy after we have a weekend, again, where, where the whole world focuses and we focus on, on, on the death, burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Our energy is there, and, we, and we're telling people about it, and we're bringing people to church so, so they can hear the story about it. Uh, it's so easy once the emotional part of something passes on, for us to get into the mundane life and start finding ourselves going backwards. It would be so it would have been so easy for once Jesus ascended. You know, he left instructions for, for them to the disciples where to go. But it would have been so easy to say, uh, I think I'm going to go fishing. I'm going back fishing again. It would have been so easy to do that. But they didn't. What came after Easter was people turning their attention to the work that God had in front of them and momentum. That's where we need to be. And I think that's where we all headed. So uh, thank you very much for, for just allowing me to, 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 to speak to you about this particular uh, thing in our lives that we, that, 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 how do I want to put that, that so many of us can get caught up into. All right, please hear the message, uh, apply it personally. There's somebody else maybe beside you who needs to hear that message. You know, talk to them about the same thing. How it's so easy to get entangled. And we need to make the point that we're not going back there anymore. Just like the Israelites, I am not going back to Egypt. Thank you very much for mentioning. Have a great day.